Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. We are going to be beginning a new series today. We're starting a new series today, and it's titled Seeing Clearly. Seeing Clearly. And actually, this series is taking parables from Jesus. Here in the book, actually in the book of Luke is where we're going to be looking at them. And we're going to dig and mine through these parables. And I believe that God is going to reveal some things to us and show us some things a lot more clearly now, a lot more clearly now. I want you to open up your Bible with me. Turn to the book of Luke, the book of Luke, chapter 11, the book of Luke chapter 11 and we're going to begin looking at scripture at verse number five luke 11 and five and the word of god reads it says and he said unto them which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him friend lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, Though he will not rise and give, give him because he is his friend, Yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given, given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? We're going to speak today from the subject, the real reason, the real reason. As we look at this passage, we must first understand how Jesus came to teaching this parable, which is often called the friend at midnight the friend at midnight. You see, this teaching was actually birthed out of the disciples' request for Jesus to teach them to pray like John taught his disciples. Jesus then taught them what we know as the Lord's Prayer, or at least a rendition of it. There are some slight differences from what is taught in Matthew 6, 9 through 13. The differences, though, were not a mistake. Jesus was not teaching them to pray a rote prayer, but to pray relevant prayers that touched God's 
heart. This is where he began his teachings and where our text picks up for us today. Look back with me at verse number five. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine is in his journey is come to me and I have nothing to set before him. I have nothing to set before him. And let me say this to you, regardless of the culture, the region, the area. Midnight is a strange or uncommon or unusual time of night to receive guests. And especially for somebody coming to ask for some bread. Listen, back in the day when they used to ask for sugar, they come and say, can I have a cup of sugar? They wouldn't come at midnight. <laughs> so th this is unusual. This is out of the ordinary. But notice Jesus said, you come at midnight. You would go to your friend at midnight. It's, it's important to note that here, he, he asked for bread, but the bread was not for him, but for his friend who was on a long journey to reach him and had, and he had no food. His friend was coming to reach him. He had no food. Now, we have to make sure we understand this concern wasn't for himself. It's not like you went to a neighbor and said, listen, I'm sorry to bother y'all. You know, I'm right over here with the kids. We run out of food. You know, I, I'll bring you some to market. Would you mind giving us some bread? No, no, no. That's not what he said. I have a friend coming in town. And this friend's coming in town, and I don't have any bread for him, so, so I need to get some bread from, from you for him. That's the situation that we're looking at here. It's a little bit different in their Jewish custom and in that day, but you get the idea. Here he's saying, listen, it, it wasn't for himself. It wasn't for himself. It wasn't for his family. His family was good. The kids were good. They were full. That's why they were asleep in the bed. <laughs> so that, that wasn't the issue. It was for his friend because his friend was the one who was in need. Now I have a question for you. How many of you would go out and ask one of your good friends, when your good friends, for food for another friend that is coming to visit you at midnight? How many of you would actually do that? Now, I'm not asking you to, don't, you don't have to mention it in chat. This is just one of those things that make you go, hmm, I want you to think about that and ponder that for just a moment. But then we want to dig a little bit deeper. want to dig a little bit deeper. I want you to imagine this friend. Now, this friend, let's say it's, it's more than a friend. Let's say it's your parents. It's your parents. Let's say it's, it's a, a sibling, a brother or sister. You haven't seen them for a long time, but they're coming in town to see you because they knew they needed to get to you and they really want to see you. It's one of them. It's, it's a dear friend who you used to serve with or you went to school with and you haven't seen them for years and all of a sudden they're coming in town to see you and you're actually excited about them coming, but you don't have anything for them, and you know they're going to need something. It's, it's one of those situations where someone that, that you care for, and watch this, they're not coming in on a red-eye plane where they're getting their peanuts and crackers and, and apple juice. 
No, 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 that's not it. They're not coming in on a Greyhound bus where they're going through the terminal and they have the row of vending machines that they can pop about 50 cents or 75 cents in and get some Lay's potato chips. No, that's not the situation. I want you to step back in time and understand that this friend who's coming to see you that you haven't seen for a long time, it could be actually a family member, a very close personal person who's coming to see you. Guess what? They're on a camel riding to you in the middle of the night, pitch black dark, but they're coming to you. Now, I know some of y'all say, well, Pastor, wait a minute. If they're coming to me and it's pitch black, how I know they're coming? Forget about all of that. You know they're coming, okay? You know they're coming. And they're on a camel coming to see you, and they need some food. They need some food. And let me take it a step further. Listen, you, you may need to help feed them for their health's sake. Maybe they're a diabetic. Maybe they have high blood pressure. They need to take their medication, but they can't do it without eating something. There's a couple of things that, that you know about this person that are at play. Now this motivates you. Because you're looking at the situation, you're saying, I don't have any food in here. I need to go get some help. I need to go get some help. Family has cleaned you out. You got three, four kids. All of us know how that is. So they've cleaned you out. There's nothing left. You were planning on going to the market the next day, but they're coming before then. You got to be able to take care of them as they come. You don't want them to get sick. You don't want them to be harmed, but you know they're coming to see you. So now the situation is a little different and you're going to this friend and you're asking them for help. You just need three loaves. You just need three loaves. So here, this friend that's inside, he, he says, look, it's late. My friends or my kids and, and everybody, they're in the bed. Look, you're going to have to come back in the morning. When we get up, you know, I'll give you something then, but, but no, it's too late. It's too late. I'm sorry. I can't do anything about it now. I can't do anything right now. Now, the Bible then says this, that he won't get up because of your friendship. He won't get up because of your friendship, but because of your importunity and give you as many as you need in fact he'll give you more he's saying listen if you if it's not because of your friendship it's because of your importunity now the word importunity means shamelessly persistent or insistent shamelessly persistent or insistent in other words you're like listen um I'm sorry. I, I just need you to help, friend. You know, you know, I'm, I'm your boy. Remember back in the day when we used to be on the park bench and, and we used to have fun and kids used to come mess with you and I used to be the one to protect you? You remember, we've known each other for a long time. We've been friends that long. But listen, I, I need your help. I know it's late. I'm sorry that it's late. But I need you to be able to open up the door and just give me three loaves of bread. Three loaves of bread. And listen, listen, man, no. My kids are in the bed. They're asleep. No, I, I can't do that I, I, I get it i get it really i do and, and please and, 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 and let, let jennifer know i, I see her back in the, let, let, I, 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 I need, we need to have dinner together but if y'all can just give me some bread tonight i promise you we're going to the market tomorrow i'm gonna make it up please if you would do that if you would do that for me i promise and at the moment he's sitting there looking and he said okay all right listen listen he, 
he doesn't even talk anymore. He's still knocking on the door. You still begging, saying, please, could you please give me the bread, please? He comes back, opens the door, says, here. And he gives you the loaves of bread. And you say, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he slams the door. And you go back and he gets in the room and, and he says, hey, dad, who was that at the door? Oh, don't, don't worry about it. Just go to sleep. Well, I'm not sleepy anymore. Can we play, can we play games? Can we play checkers? Can we, no, no, child. Go back to sleep. Go to sleep. Listen, well, how about if I play my video game? No, no, no. Be quiet. Go to bed. Dog, make all that noise and what these kids up. So all of this happens and you're sitting there, you have these loaves of bread and you're like, man, thank God I'm going to be able to take care of them now. Oh man, let me go home. You know what? He gave me three. When we go to the store tomorrow, I'm going to leave Publix. I'm going to have five loaves of bread for him. Watch, watch. I got what I needed. And so now you're able to go and you're fine, but you were persistent. I need somebody to type in chat. I am persistent. Not I am annoying. No, no, no. You're going to catch it in just a moment. I am persistent. I am persistent. I want you to be able to type that in chat. No, don't be shamed. Type. I am persistent. I am persistent. You see, when you're doing that, in doing so, in doing so, we find, we will find that the friend will give us what we ask for and more. I want you to watch something. Watch this. In fact, the Lord wants us to be bold and confident when we ask. How do I know that? Look with me at the very next verse. At verse 9. Look with me at verse 9. It says, and I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. It shall be opened. You have to see that Jesus wants us to continuously ask, seek, and knock. Ask, seek, and knock. I like to call it the three dimensions of asking. The three dimensions of asking, ask, that's one, then seek, and then knock. We ask, we seek, and then knock. There are three dimensions. There, 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 there's more involvement each time that we must make at every level, but there are three dimensions of asking, three dimensions of asking. Now, we have to understand that either what we ask for will be given to you or what is equivalent will be given. <laughs> Let me say that again. Either what we ask for will be given or what is equivalent will be given. Somebody said, wait a minute, pastor. What does that mean? Well, well, do you all remember Paul? Remember Paul when he went to the Lord, he went to the father and he said, remove this thorn from my flesh. This thorn is bothering me. This thorn is causing me pain and anguish. But what did the father say unto him? He said, my grace is sufficient for you. So he did not remove the thorn. You see, even though he didn't remove the thorn, Paul actually received the grace that he needed to be able to deal with it. You see, sometimes we're asking for things 
But we don't understand what the end result will be. You see, he had to have that thorn so that he could get the grace. And once he received the grace, he could give the grace. But if he never received grace, he wouldn't know how to give it because he would have had his situation changed. So God said, no, no, I'm not taking the thorn out. For what I called you to do, you need the thorn. For what I'm calling you to be able to reach, or the people I'm calling you to be able to reach, you've got to have that thorn. You've got to be able to know and relate to them, relate to what they're going through, relate to what they're experiencing in the same way that my grace is sufficient for you it will be sufficient for them but if you don't have it if you don't know how to walk in my grace you won't know how to experience it and you won't know how to share it thank you for listening to today's message we pray that it was a blessing to you if you're in the metro atlanta area we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at tabernacle of worship you will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.